review. It didn't taste like grapefruit. Everybody's dead, we're burning up. I don't know, the door is locked though, and it's making me nervous. I can't <laughs> read, how can I write? Yeah, you're straight fucked, but... We can, we're still cutting off. Not a single second of <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point your hand gets tired when you're writing. I'm oh, sure just you fucking wait, Asa. <laughs> it was me. I killed your dreams. What do you want from me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out the part where it's the Asa with the chair, too. You probably... failed English! Oh man, this is wildly and irrelevant. Okay. Yeah? We're just diving right in. Alright, I can work with that. Alright, well, I mean. I'm, that was the opening. Yeah, that was the opening. She had it all set up and I was ready to roll into it. Right. And now I have to do this. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Books with Bastards. Uh, we are, uh, we're all a little, everyone looks a little sleepy today, but I think it's okay. I guess Ace is getting over being sick. I guess that brings Hopefully me around to the. we're all not contracting something. Our introductions we've got uh, our, our first and foremost bastard, Mallory. Hello. We've got, uh, I'm your technical bastard, Zach. We have our ever-present drinking buddy, Caleb. Hello. And then we've got a tall glass of Bud Light over there, Asa. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Even though he is not drinking the classic BL smoothie today. Nope, nope. Yeah, so today we are, uh, yeah, today we are, uh, reading, uh, My Sister, the Serial Killer. Is that actually the title? Yes. yes. Yeah. By, uh, Oyinkin Braithwaite. I'm not gonna lie to you. We we don't we don't necessarily know how to pronounce all of these names. They uh, they're from Nigeria, and uh, Mallory's done some research, but we are gonna kind of have to wing it. I looked up the pronunciation, so I'll get it as close to right as I can. I feel like we weren't too far off in our initial assumptions, but yeah. Uh, how's everybody feeling today? Not too bad. Not yeah. Too bad. Yep. All right. Caleb's bringing, bringing the heat again tonight. I'm bringing it. You know, once we get into the book, I'll be real excited. Well, let's start with the drink corner, why don't we? Mallory, what's everyone got right now? This is called the Nigerian Chapman. Hey, nice. Ooh, that seems appropriate. Supposedly created by a Nigerian man named Chapman, I believe. I don't know if that's historically accurate, but that's what Google and Pinterest have told me. So. Oh, it's very refreshing. I quite like that. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, no, that's good. That I nice. could see myself yeah. sipping on one of these, maybe three or four on a nice hot summer day. <laughs> I, I, I could see myself sitting the there sipping on as many as somebody brings me in the course of maybe however long it takes me to black out. Yeah, it's a muddled cucumber, gin. That's what I taste, the cucumber. Fresh squeezed yes. orange juice, fresh squeezed lime juice. Uh, grenadine, and I'll probably say this wrong also, Angostura bitters? Angostura bitters? <laughs> Never heard it before. And club soda to top it off. <laughs> Do you mean clube soda? It's good. Very yes. good. Clube yes. sued? Anyways, nice, nice and word. I put a little extra gin in it for everybody, so enjoy. Well, it tastes great. That's good. Covers good. up the taste of the gin. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Love that gin. What, what else is everybody drinking? I got uh, I got a 
Boulevard Brewing Company's Tropic Slam. Is that a new one? Yeah, I, I got it today. Before. And uh, apparently the six-pack was $3. That's, I, like, got that's it. A little, that's a little bit of a red flag. Right? The, like, a, like, the lady in the front said she'd had it before and she liked it. But, like, I set it up there and she, like, I got my two six-packs that I uh, get my usual and then a new one. And she was like, yeah, 17 bucks," And I was like, that's not right. And she was like, yeah, it is. No, okay, that's weird. And then they ran it through the checks, and they were like, yeah, no, that's three bucks. Here you go. You know what it kind of reminds me of yeah. is mm. this drink. I don't think they make it anymore, but it was called Spark. And it was like high C, like that orange soda, but oh. with alcohol in it. Interesting. Mm. That sounds delicious. It was pretty good. I got really drunk on it one time when I was younger, and I woke up and I had like a little orange mustache. Solid. Reminds me of that can. Child. Perfect. <laughs> so All right. It tastes like. I spark. hope this lives up to those lofty heights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quality. Um, Caleb, how did we decide we were going to pronounce this one? I. Bad his. Bodhisattva. Bodhisattva. Yes. I like the way you did that, Zach. That's what I'm that's, drinking. That's the word. The Bodhisattva. Or Bodhi? Isn't yeah, that Bodhi? It's, it's good. I don't know. This is an, an indie. It's a, it's an IPA. Brewed by Georgetown Brewing Company and out of uh, Seattle, Washington. It's pretty good. Thank you for nice. specifying Nice. Yeah, really, get, really getting into it. I have nothing in the wings. I ran out of my Smirnoff uh, ice lemonade, whatever the fuck they were. Uh, and Mallory has a drink over there that I'm spying. It appears to be oobly. It's bubbly. Ah, bubbly. It's just sparkling oobly. water. <laughs> oobly. Yeah, just sparkling water. Oh my god, I learned, let, the, I don't mean to get too off topic immediately, but last night for some reason we were looking up weird brands of water that they have out there and there are bottles of water that sell for a hundred thousand dollars a piece they're literally like jewel encrusted bottles of water so is it the bottle you're paying for is there it seems like that might be the case but there is like because it comes from some spring in northern california so it's like can't be that fancy yeah you wouldn't think so There's lots of weird brands for bottled water out there, though. Could you imagine being that guy that pays that much for a bottle of water? No. What an idiot. Yeah, it was like it had like 250 like black diamonds on it or whatever. And I was like, that's... Why would you drink water out of that? Sounds cool, but... I guess if you can. To claim that you can. Yeah. Yeah. No, No offense if you are that guy. There. No, take offense. That's a fucking waste of money. You could do a lot of good with that money. <laughs> and instead, you bought some stupid fucking you water You bought bottle. one <laughs> bottle of water. And then he immediately chucked in the ocean with the rest of them. Probably choke on this, you And it sunk turtle. like the literal rock that it is. <laughs> he tied enough balloons to it. He wanted that thing to float. <laughs> he wanted them to know. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> we got trash islands named after me. <laughs> Uh, the sad. people on the trash right, you wanna, wish at me. <laughs> you want to pull us out of this? All right. So, My Sister the Serial Killer takes place in Lagos, Nigeria. So, Lagos is apparently the largest city in Nigeria, and I believe the second largest city in Africa. I did not do the research on this one. I yeah, got no idea. I just Googled it. I don't <laughs> Fair know. enough. I just like to know. And I, that's... If my memory is correct, that's what I read. Yeah, my Um, usual font of information offers nothing in this regard. Okay. Well, I just wanted to know. So, 
that takes place in Lagos and pretty much centers on Koridi and her sister, younger sister, Iola. They live in Lagos with their mother, and they also have one house girl, they call her. It sounds like she's like they a cook. They ex- exclusively they... refer to her as house girl. Yeah. But, I mean, she seems <laughs> like right. a nice girl. They yeah, honestly, she well. is probably the best person in the book. And she's We're... got a pretty small part. So Yeah. <laughs> She is noted in this book for occasionally showing up to bring people food, even if they didn't ask for it. Sweet girl. Good. Good so they live nice. in a pretty large house that was built from the ground up by their father, who has passed away. And it was a southern style. Like, it sounds like it's a pretty fancy house, and it's really big. Um, when their father died... They got rid of all of their help and then realized the house was too big to not have anybody, so that's why they now have one house girl. Uh, their father was an abusive asshole, um, yeah, a very successful like a, businessman. And I think politician as well. I can't remember, I guess. I, I think it was a mix of those things. Definitely had two different faces, like his public persona and then how he was behind closed doors. So, like, when he was upset, like, he would beat them with a cane he cheated on their mother all the time. Very openly. Yeah, he was, yeah, he would, like, bring women home, and her, or their mother would be like, why are you bringing them here? And he was just like, get out of my way. Yeah, just threw her into a wall and then carried on with his girlfriend. All right. Yeah, so quality dude. Yeah. Uh, but he died some time ago. I, I think it's been a few years. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they were real broken up about it. Yeah. Uh, but Kuridi is a nurse at the hospital. Um, Ayola is an influencer, I guess you would say. She does, like, have a talent for designing it, clothes. And she drawing, does have a clothing line. But she models them on Instagram, and that's how she sells them. Yeah, um, she's very beautiful. Yeah, she's, like, that, like, legendary, like, level of pretty, where everyone who meets her just kind of instantly falls in love with her. She's right. got a smile that could light up the room. So yeah, there is, uh, I don't think there is a single <laughs> character in the book outside of uh, Karidi who isn't, like, instantly, like, do whatever uh, Iola wants. Isn't smitten. Yeah. Even their mother just thinks Iola can do no wrong. Uh, so. As you may have guessed from the title of the book, Iola can do wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, the beginning of the book, Karidi is at the home of an... Forgive me if I pronounce this one wrong. Femi? I That was my read on it as well, yeah. Um, one of Iola's boyfriends. They've been dating for about a month. And Iola calls Coretti in the middle of the night to come help her clean up the murder that she has just committed. So this is the as third boyfriend yep. that Iola has killed out of quote-unquote self-defense. However, it's the third time. <laughs> yeah, this is the third time. It's like, oh, yeah, I know, he attacked me, and I pulled out my nine-inch knife that I keep in my purse that I've used to kill three men. <laughs> so she always calls Karidi over. Karidi right. is, like, crazy to. about cleaning. Like, she loves things to be spotless. She's very good at cleaning. She knows what type of, you know, cleansers and tools to use. So she comes over, they wrap the body up in a sheet, together they carry it. Somehow they get through the apartment building to the elevator and put him in the trunk of the car without being seen. I think it's because it's like 3 in the morning. That's true. Um, They go back up, 
scrub the floors, everything. Iola just kind of sits there and watches Coretti do it. They drive over a bridge, dump him off the bridge with the other two men that they have also dumped down there. Yeah, her note that it, well, at least he'll have company. Yes. So she does have some witty little remarks in the book, but this is how it starts. And even Coretti, like in the beginning, is with this third guy is wondering, like, is it truly self-defense? Like, we've never seen any of these men treat her wrong. With she's the got first no two, she's got no bruises. She really doesn't. She's never had any marks on her at yeah, all. Yeah, like, there's never been any sign that she was actually defending herself. It's just been what Ayola said. I forgot already who's who. So which one's killing the people? Ayola. Is she the, the influencer one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's yeah, the, the, the very pretty uh, popular one is the, uh, has killed three men, for okay. sure. Okay, yeah, she's, yep. And only her sister knows about it. And it sounds like the first two were kind of questionable dudes. Like, yeah, like, she mentioned, like, the, one of them, like, they were loud assholes. One of them was slimy. Like, she could see them getting violent and, like, turning on Iola, uh, Femi, on the other hand, seemed like, you know, like, he was kind of an asshole, but, like, for the most part, like, he was, like, a poet. He always, she never really met him, but from what she can gather, everyone else thought he was nice. He was really talented, and she just, I don't, she just can't quite wrap her mind around and completely yeah, and accept that he was bad. In a weird twist in the book, I will say it is possible that at no point Iola is lying, and she's just selfish. In spite of the fact that she has had to kill three people. It's never 100% clear because we never personally witness the events that transpire. Yeah, there's it's nothing from Iola's point. It's just heavily implied that Iola might have just kind of done it on her own. I yeah. just feel yeah. like three times. It's it's very, it's staggeringly unlikely. That's like your... I just, I yeah. do like that there is a... There is a gray area there where it's not 100%. I don't know that I like that. I don't either. But I think it's fun. I keep thinking about those shows you watch where the husband's been, like, married three times and all of his wives have had been in the... Some sort of Died in some type of car accident. Yeah. And then... uh, No, don't get me wrong. Like, it's it's about 100% certain that Ayula just... But I do feel bad thinking this, you know? Maybe it's, maybe that's not the case. You the know? biggest coincidences ever. Maybe. Hey, the world's built on coincidences. And I mean, maybe maybe Ayula just got bruises all over. They just yeah. can't see them with their clothes on. Maybe Ayula you know? just has a type, and it's shitty men. <laughs> Some people do. That that is a real life thing. I think it's rich men. Well, yeah, definitely that too. <laughs> most, most rich men are shitty. I feel like that's a. Yeah, that's a bit of a generalization. I feel like it's a generalization, but like not like a big, not I a think big leap. Most <laughs> men without money are shitty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most people in the world are shitty, Jason. <laughs> men are dick bags. <laughs> Thank you for that. We're taking a stance against men today, I guess. Thank you for that shot of wisdom, Caleb. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, what I bring, what we I draw, bring to the table. We draw weird lines in this Caleb scene. Caleb and I really took that one home, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like the teamwork. <laughs> Me and Ace are here for our wisdom. Nice work, Caleb. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right, so, bastards versus bigots tonight. So let's do this, Mallory. <laughs> I mean, men do kind of suck. You don't want to bring that out in me, Zach. Some women suck. 
I am yeah. three times he's your size, right. Caleb. I'll snap you like a twig. People, so. <laughs> no, just my bigot side. Oh. Like we're going to fight. No, no, no. We're going to fight. <laughs> we're just yelling at a microphone. You two are fighting? I don't know. We'll call it AS- ASMR <laughs> as I crack your bones into the mic. <laughs> okay. Ugh. So she cleans up. They dump the body. They go home. Uh, she kind of is telling Iola, you know, you can't be posting on Instagram, you know, this and that, acting like nothing is wrong with you. Because eventually this guy's family is like, uh, okay, so our brother, son, friend is missing now. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, uh, I forgot her name for a second. Okay, so Credi goes to work at the hospital. And yeah, she a, seems to be a very competent nurse, however... She seems to be the only competent well, nurse. Well, but she also kind of seems to be, like, the work bitch, where, like, nobody likes her. She's always oh, yeah, like, you're sure. not washing the floor well enough. You're not doing this good enough. She kind of, like, is running the place, even though at this time she's just, like, a staff nurse. So she doesn't really have any friends at work. But the doctor, who is usually on when she's working, Tade... Murder. I think it's Tade, but I, I'm not sure. It could be right. Uh, it's T-A-D-E. Uh, there's, without being Nigerian, I can't say for sure. Yeah, I tried to look that one up. and it didn't I'm, I'm going to go with Tade, just because it feels like Corade and Ayula. Okay. As a put, Tade seems like a weird name. Tade is like a, a name in America. I, I think it's Tad. I've never heard it. Tad? Yeah, Ted's a person's name. Is it? I think it's a shorthand for something. It's probably short for like Theodore or something. Maybe like I'm that. thinking of Tate. You might, I think you're thinking of Tate, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you Tate. are. That is a name I've heard before. Well, I'm going to start mentioning I do like Tate, Tate and see if it though. takes off. Tate is a fun name. <laughs> okay, so, anyways, Tate is the doctor, and he is, according to pretty much everybody in the book, he's very handsome as well. He is just very personable. People, like, you know, when they meet him, the patients, they're just kind of like, oh, my gosh, he's, like, so amazing. He sings to the little kid patients to calm them down. It's all very sweet. That's so nice. And Corady is in love with him. Oh, yeah. But she's never mentioned anything to him. So Corady is loving him from afar. He has no idea. Um, that's a little backstory on them. So... Back at home, uh, Femi has been reported missing. People are looking for him. Ugh, fuck. They don't think that he would have just taken off and left. Um, it was known that he was dating Iola. So the police do come to question them. And I kind of get the impression that maybe law enforcement in Nigeria is a little bit corrupt because it, it seems like the only oh, reason yeah. they would even come to question them is because the family was paying them. To yeah, look into his I, disappearance. It, I don't know any, I'm not going to, you know, speak about any factual things about Lagos, but at least the cops in this book will not do anything if they are not being paid to do it or not actively doing it to extort you. They, first time they, like there's one time where they pull over uh, Cordy on the way to work and basically demand like 500 bucks from her or they're going to just drag her downtown. <laughs> and she just keeps having to raise it. He's like, I can't be bought. And she's like, okay, 500 And he was like, all right, that's the price I was waiting for. <laughs> and then later they deliver her car at work, knowing that if they'd done it at home, she could just get mad at them. But at work, they're publicly shaming her into paying them off. So he's kind of moving ahead, which is what I was getting to here, is that they came to question them. 
I was just kind of covering it. They know that Iola was the last person to be seen with him and that she was at his apartment. And she said that I believe that they had gotten into a fight and that she asked her sister to come pick her up. So her sister came and picked her up and they left in her car. So they took Coridi's car and they wanted to search it, which she had scrubbed the hell out of it because he did bleed into the back or into the trunk of the car. As a stabbed man will do. Yeah, so it does make sense. They took the car. Plastic, the, plastic, plastic, plastic. I know. Well, you only have that if you're prepared for a murder. It. Well, with, she this should is be a prepared. Third time. She, she should, should be, be prepared. She should I, have. She should fucking, be freaking Dexter at this point. She should have a <laughs> box of fucking contractor bags in the trunk, all of, everywhere, all the time, in her pocket, purse, whatever. You never know. <laughs> oh my god. Well, she didn't. So they take the car. <laughs> Sorry, However, they do not there. find anything in it, and they do, as Zach said, they returned it to her at work, pretty much to embarrass her, just be dick bags about the whole thing. So then Iola shows up at her work, and she had never come to Coretti's work before, and she's like, what the hell are you doing here? And while she's there, Tade walks out, and it's just like, love it first sight for him. He's like, who's this hot babe? This is your sister? We didn't even know you had a sister, because... She could could you give me, or could you could you give her my number uh, just immediately? Perfect. Yeah. Great. But he was like, I would like to see your sister again, this and that. And she's like, shit, everybody that my sister dates ends up dead, and this guy is actually a good guy, and also I love him. But he ends up getting in contact with her anyways. Oh, because she comes back to take her to lunch, so he ends up asking for her number directly. Well, yeah, they go to lunch together instead of with Cordy. Yes. Wait, so a uh, quick question. Does How old are Corday and Ayula? It is never said. Uh, they early are, 20s, I imagine. Yeah, early to late 20s. It's not super clear. They all, There's only one time in the book where it states their ages, and it's a flashback. Does, uh, does it say how long she dates them before they die? I mean, like the first months. guy... Or the, the last guy was only a month. Yeah, yeah the third guy made it a month. Uh, all right, huh? So, I mean, we do learn, I, we'll learn a little bit that, like, there can be longer periods of time for some of them, but, because, uh, yeah, number uh, number four is definitely coming down the turnpike. So, oh, man. he starts by sending her a <clears throat> bunch of flowers. I can't remember what the first bouquet of flowers are that he I believe it is her. irises. Okay, something like that, like big, beautiful bouquet, and she yeah, put a lot of thought into and it. says, "I actually like roses." So Same day, a whole so bouquet of roses show up, <laughs> and Coridi is just like, "Holy fuck!" So she like this bitch <laughs> goes to bed that night and is just fucking furious. She gets up and rips all the petals off of the flowers in the middle of the night, leaves the whole mess there. The mother and finds it the next morning and is like, oh, my God, who did this? And is yelling at the poor house girl. Yeah, she's like, did someone break in? <laughs> and then Iola takes the blame for it. And she's like, oh, I did it. And so Coretti's like, she knows it was me. And uh, Iola had asked Coretti, like, do you like him? And Coretti was not honest with her. Not that I think that would have stopped Iola at all. but Yeah, it's, it's really hard to tell, to be honest. Their relationship is odd. To say the least, like, I, I guess as not, I would, 
I don't want to say I've never had a sister. I have too. But uh, I am not a girl, and I do not know what Mallory's relationship is with Morgan, for instance. Well, I mean, she has, like, a big sister instinct. Like, she's like, I'm supposed to take care of my little sister because that's what she was told, like, growing up. Which I can see that, but at a certain point, it's like, we're both adults now. Mallory being the big sister. I can see possibly a big sister I, I wanting could, to take care of her I'm really sister. sad Morgan actually didn't join us for this episode. That I can understand how saying, one big sister could think that. If, if, if it's a same, want scenario where you feel like In the same situation, to. I would not be helping Morgan cover up a third murder. You know, like not at a some third. point... Yeah, you say that. <laughs> not a third. But you haven't had to do it. Is two the limit? <laughs> We're going to find out later. A small spoiler for what the end of the episode question's going to be. <laughs> I do not know. However, you offered to... She gets very mind. frustrated with Iola, but that. she never says anything to her, really. She never presses the issue. And even when Iola, like, comes into her room and is just sitting there annoying her, she just sits there and she just accepts it. And then... Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's clear that Iola loves like, being around Cordy. Because she always says, like, any time, uh, like, Eula uh, is left to her own devices for more than a few minutes, she'll show up in Cordy's room. Like, just to hang out. Like, she'll go wherever Cordy is. I think she is. just can't be alone. And she also, Cordy is her only friend. Like, they even say, like, she has really no friends beyond, like, superficial friends that just want to be there because she's popular. Yeah, I mean, it's not... They, they have a connection that's very genuine... They're just kind of fraught by being also very different people. Yes. So she begins dating Tade. Their mother is so happy because he's a successful doctor and she wants her daughters to get married and, you know. No, no, no. She wants her daughter to get married. She, she at some does point, not. She does mention Koridi like needing to settle down at some point. Yeah, but mostly just Ayola. Well, she's her favorite. Yeah, by a wide margin. Like, good amount, sounds like, yeah. So they're dating, but Iola tells Critty, like, he's boring a lot of the time. Like, he's just not very exciting, but she's still dating him. However, she also starts dating somebody else. It turns, uh, were we talking about, uh, I think it was Guillaume? <laughs> I don't know if that's how you say it, but I, the older I am, guy, the older I married man. I vaguely remember how the name is spelled, if I'm being honest. We're looking like. So he yeah. comes to pick Why her up one so day. This is not a long book. I feel like we skipped so much. We haven't, actually. But there's a patient that was meant yes. to... Oh, we, we will get to... Yeah. We'll talk about... Mut, uh, was it Mutar? Yeah. I believe is how it's pronounced. I think so. Uh, so this guy comes to pick up Iola, and Kriti is alone with him for a moment. And she, like, straight up comes up to him and is like, so you're married? And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I can see where you're, we normally wear a wedding ring. That skin is paler than the rest of your skin. And he's, he's got like. a tan line. It's a weird thing to notice. Okay, but all right. so I'm not. Well, sh- you got to notice those things. I did check the name. Male. It's, uh, assuming that the G is silent, and I don't know, it'd be Boyega. Okay. So this is the oh, guy yeah, that yeah. comes to pick her up. And apparently he had, like, funded her clothing line. And this is how Iola knows him, but he's taking her on a vacation to Dubai. Which Ooh, I know, nice. fancy, right? Yeah. So it's crazy that Corday describes him as upper middle class at one point. Like he's not considered rich. 
just, I kind of, I was like, I thought that was strange. Like, I think he's that's rich to me. Yeah, like trips to Dubai, funding clothing line. That's not upper middle class money. Yeah, but, but I don't know. Maybe we're just too poor to. Maybe understand. the upper middle class gets you a lot farther in different countries. Maybe as an American, it just isn't as clear. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you have this episode's showing my ignorance on a few things. When you're the country with the most billionaires what class am in the I world. In? Yeah, it kind of seems different when you're an upper middle class. It doesn't stand out as much. <laughs> you know, fair enough, Caleb. <laughs> okay, so she's off in Dubai. So now we'll go back to the hospital. So Kariti is, uh, she often cares for a patient named Mutar, who has been in a coma for, and it's been months at this point. I can't remember what the incident was that got him or caused it was a car wreck his brother was driving and his brother was fine but mutar ended up in a coma so and he's been in a coma for months at first his family came all the time he has a wife and two sons i believe and then his brother but they've slowly over time have stopped coming and stopped coming and kuriti goes in she'll care for him and pretty much she tells him everything she tells him all her secrets because it's the only person she can tell Mm -hmm. mm-hmm He's there, he's a living person, but he's not going to go tell anybody else what she's saying. So she kind of forms this connection with him. She just takes really good care of him, like bathes him, makes sure he's comfortable. Does his muscle workouts. Yeah. She describes him as having daddy long leg limbs, which I think is funny. He's a tall, skinnier guy, I believe. And he's been in a coma for months, so muscle atrophy is very real. Yeah, he's just kind of She said he was thin when he got here, but he's gotten thinner still. Yep. Sexy daddy long legs. (laughs) I don't know what that noise was supposed to convey. I hope hope you imagine me dancing like a weird daddy long legs man, but that's not... That's not what I look like. That's not what we're imagining, nor what I... That's not what I saw in my mind just now. You know, I don't know. No one in the no one in our audience knows what I look like outside of the people who know us personally. Let's go around the room and des- describe Zach to the, our listeners. Okay, I, all right. This no. is about to get really hurtful. <laughs> I don't think we should. I guess let's. Do, I think we no. wait till the end of the book because I feel I'm like just we're kidding. just gonna spiral off. It has like nothing to do with what we're going. No, on. no, no. We we actually have an enormous amount What's of time to kill. Let's do it. Opposite of Daddy. No, that was a that was a joke. <laughs> Roly poly. It's a. a Roly poly. I can't say it because <laughs> copyrighted reasons. <laughs> I think you can say a copyrighted word. Just say it, we'll cut it out. An awkwardly slow, oversized roly-poly. How is that copyrighted? Those are just words. No, it's it's just quoting someone else. I don't think Olin Rogers has copywritten his own term of phrase. No, I was just joking. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's pretty accurate, though. He's also, like... Am I awkwardly slow? Grossly hairy. I wouldn't. Man, this is getting hurt. So maybe like a caterpillar <laughs> mated with a roly poly. I don't. Oh, am I awkwardly slow? I, <laughs> I know that I'm hairy. That's not a surprise. I like my hair. I don't know how fast you are. I didn't, I, it's not like a real comment. I managed to make the run to get my car in time. You struggle you to that. keep up with him when he's walking. Do I? But 
Yes. Do you struggle? Yeah, oh, I thought you that said was I was honest. I'm, like, I'm not a fast walker. <laughs> I'm a very lackadaisical sort of guy. <laughs> no, I don't struggle to keep up with Zach walking. <laughs> I am a fast walker, and I am one of those people, if I ever became president, I would make, like, walking lanes on sidewalk streets everywhere. You know how you're supposed to drive in the right lane if you're slow? You fucking walk on the right if you're fucking slow, because I cannot tell you how many times slow walkers... Have slowed me down and pissed me off. I don't know. Anyways, back all right, to the you, story. you were right. We were about to spiral <laughs> off into Mallory's fashion state. I love it. Back, back to, to the, the book. Story. Okay. <laughs> now we can go off more of that. Also, state. The, I finally cracked open this Tropic Slam drink. Uh, fucking delicious. Does it taste like high C spiked with alcohol? No, oh. no. It, Bummer. It's it's really this is <laughs> worth more than the three dollars I paid for. Well, the six-pack was $3, yeah, is that what you little, said? Yeah. Huh. yeah I kind of, I, like, I got up there and I was like, man, I should get more. <laughs> that's, that's how they get you. That's crazy. That's how they get you. You should stock up Just on by it. actually being good companies and not over-gouging prices. No, they would probably... That's how they get you. They probably know Zach's the only person that's bought a six-pack. They just right, It's definitely it. not. There's a lot of the sour marks <laughs> that are sold out. Did you get that from Wine and More? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. There's literally nowhere else that sells these things. Well, I don't know that. I don't know. They have a big selection now. It's expanded. They yeah, no, know. man, I'm really happy with the sours. We wandered back into Drink Corner right after saying back to the book, but... They got a whole section. You know, here in 43 food. minutes, I feel like we had to. You know, I can talk about one of my friend's uh, fascist state ideas. Okay, mm-hmm. that yeah. feels like a bridge too far. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's come back to that. We'll, come we'll back. circle around. We'll come back okay. around when we... See if you can find a natural way to bring it in. <laughs> I'll find a natural way. Okay, so, back to the book, take three. All right, so, she has told Mutar everything um, about all of the murders. Um, She's actually used the words, my sister is a serial killer to him. So he knows the whole story. But he doesn't know that he knows the story because he's in a coma. No, I think he knows. Well, he knows, but she doesn't. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. He can't do anything about it. He's in a coma. He's not responsive. Who's he going to? Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, he ain't telling anybody. He's just got all that shit in his mind now. Ayula comes home, and while she was in Dubai... This gentleman that she was with died of what she called food poisoning. And Corrine asked her, like, did you call emergency services? And she said yes, but by the time they got there, it was too late. And And later it comes out in the news. A quick Google search reveals it was a drug overdose. And that no foul play was suspected. I was about to say, did she use some eye drops to fake food poisoning? Oh, the yeah. The fuck knows. We never get any more information on yeah, it. This is I why I said like that, like, like, it, again, is extremely suspicious that this is the fourth time that someone's died while on a date with Iola. But admittedly, this is A, a different M.O., and B... We never actually get a single amount of evidence to suggest that Eola did it other than it seems to happen a lot. She's always there. She's always yeah. the last person to see these yeah, people. Yeah, like, don't, it's, it's, <laughs> some people, it is suspicious, but, like, in the American justice system, we could not put her in jail. Some people okay. are just really good at being okay, in sorry, the wrong we, spot. I, I don't want to get into that, but we That's definitely would. We sh- probably shouldn't. <laughs> Eh, I feel yeah, like it's really stacking up against her. But anyway, so she comes home. Circumstantial. Um, a few months has <laughs> gone by. She's 
I think uh, Corey D tells her she can start posting a little bit on Instagram now. They kind of yeah, it's been a few months, and the internet doesn't seem to give a crap about Femi anymore. It's kind of died down a little bit. A few months? I feel like they would have already forgotten after like a week. Uh, there was uh, so uh, when they were having his apartment cleaned to sell it off. Uh, the cleaner found a bloody napkin hidden behind one of the chairs that apparently Iola had used to stop to dry the blood off of her and not remembered to tell Cordy about. So they were like, oh, God, he might have been murdered. And it refreshed the whole thing for a little while. Uh, I see. And then, of course, the sister came to confront Cordy, but Eulasar, and talked to her. And, of course, two seconds with Eula convinced the sister that nothing bad happened because that is just what it... Well, no, is she... It didn't convince her that nothing bad happened. It just made her think, like, yes, he he is dead, and there's nothing. It, it, yeah, it couldn't have been a Eula, now. though. Yes. Uh, she just like like when uh, when Eula meets with the cops, when she meets with doctors, nurses, lawyers, anyone, people just immediately it is an instinct to take her side. I feel so, weird that I've been defending her this whole time because I'm actively like, oh, no, she definitely did these murders, but there is very little evidence. She's described as hot, so she's right. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. I don't even get to see her, but I know. So she apparently... Yeah, I'm assuming is. the person on the front is Cordy. I yeah, the knife. see her. I got a pretty good picture. Oh, yeah, because that, that makes sense. There's a reflection of a knife in the glasses oh, implying okay. it is Cordy on yeah, the Yeah, so of the Iola, I Looking think at that hand. they describe her yeah. as um, <laughs> as tall, but not as tall as Creedy. Creedy is like six feet tall. No, she, they specifically say Iola is short. If it's her one oh, flaw, wears, if you consider that a flaw. And she wears heels all the time, but she's very, she's slender, but she has big boobs. She's very light-skinned compared to Creedy, is what she says. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, Karini describes herself as, like, dark brown almond, and then I can't I'm losing track. Yes, but... They used it as a comparison has, to somebody else, but I don't she know She has, like, was. long dreadlocks, I think they also say, but that's about all the description you get of her. Fair enough. But yeah. very pretty. So... Yeah. Whatever you think dead. a beautiful Nigerian woman looks like, that's Ayola. Any of them. You're all beautiful. Good on you, Caleb. Body positivity. Thank you, Caleb. Face positivity. Everything positivity. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I love you and I love me. You look yourself in the mirror and say that if I killed my boyfriend, the cops wouldn't blame me. You look in the mirror and say, I am an overly sized, awkwardly slow roly-poly today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, don't don't do that last one. Unless, (laughs) Unless that's your jam. Everyone needs a giggle now and then. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so Iola's birthday is coming up, and maybe it does say her age at that point, but I just can't remember. Um, however, so she's got all of her friends Whoa. coming over. I think I got one of those seeds, and it just went straight down my throat. It was pretty little. <laughs> yep. I mean, that drink was tasty. So <laughs> she's having everybody Anyways. over. Toddy comes over. Dressed all nice. Iola looks lovely as usual. They're together the whole night. Uh, later at work, he tells Karidi, like, he knows that she has cheated on him. Well, because Karidi tells him that, or earlier than that, Karidi tells him that she was cheating on him, and he doesn't care. 
he blames Karidi for not supporting her sister enough. And that's why Ayula's cheating on him. Why does she like this guy? Why does she like Tate? So originally, Tate seemed like a really nice guy. That and just then doesn't he make sense. Really not. shitty once he starts dating Ayola. I think Ayola does like shitty men and is making men shittier. She turns. Well, I mean, I guess he she was. Makes them actually, shitty I almost kind of kill them. So in a weird like twist, maybe. like notably yeah. when uh, Ayula starts dating him, and uh, Cordy's like, "No, he's a sweet, sensitive man," and he's like, uh, Ayula looks at her and he's like, "No, he's just like every other man," and then Corde flashes back on that. While Tade is blaming Cordy for not being a good enough sister to make Ayula a good person. Yeah, and she tells him. So I think it's when he tells Creedy he's going to propose. He's yeah, got that, a that's, ring. That's later because there's the t- they have a few fights about that. Well, yeah, but this is where I'm at. Yeah, no, uh, there is an initial argument uh, they have because uh, <laughs> around the time that she's uh, going back and date uh, to Dubai with Boyega. Uh, He's she stops talking to Tade because she's saying he's boring, and he doesn't. She doesn't talk to him for weeks, and he starts freaking out and like trying to get Corday to talk to her and be his you know his middleman and figure it out. And she's like, "He's cheating on you," or sorry, she's cheating on you. Uh, you should just give up on this. And he's like, "No, this is your fault." Like she said that you would say things like that. Uh. And, yeah, he just blames her for everything that's wrong. He blames Cordy for everything that's wrong in his relationship with Eula. And slowly uh, catching up to uh, what Mallory's talking about is they are they work around the birthday. He's kind of brought back into the fold with Eula. And eventually is like, I'm going to propose to her. Uh, he shows Cordy the ring. Uh, and Cordy's like, I gotta try and save this guy's life uh she doesn't honor <laughs> yeah she doesn't love you she's never gonna love you her last three boyfriends are dead and she might have killed them uh and also just to really top it off she'd never wear anything with less than three carrots so that ring gotta be trash to her <laughs> all right and all of right. course tade just takes his rage out on her and yells at her instead of listening to anything that he has to say. And it turns out that she's already told Tade that her previous boyfriends have died and that she thinks that Ayula blames her, or not sorry, that Cordy blames her for their deaths. I think there's one in particular. I don't think Specifically he Femi. all three. Yeah, uh, that she uh, blames uh, Ayula for their deaths. And so he's like, she said that you'd blame her, that you'd turn this on her. You're a terrible sister. And, yeah, it's... it's At this point, like, at first, I liked Tade, too, and then I'm just like, God, you're a fucking idiot. He t- yeah, he turned out to be like everybody else, and, like, now that I'm sitting here, like, looking back, I'm like, maybe these guys were all trash. Well, so in my head at this point, I'm like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He kind Not that he deserves... Just murder them all. If he gets murdered, but I'm just like... What the hell? Like, how do you have mm. zero common sense at all? And then secondly, I'm like, at this point, Coridi knows that Iola is telling lies about her to him, at least. Who knows who else? And I'm like, but she still goes home and is just like, she's frustrated with her, but just just goes along with it, doesn't say anything like, this is my sister. And I'm like... Love is blind sometimes. 
Loves the blind. Okay, I guess that explains it all then. <laughs> I don't. It, it's more complicated than that. There's I don't a little more. That, I don't think that. There, there's a little bit more stuff in the backstory that we'll cover that gets revealed towards the, the power end. of boners. I don't know, man. I mean, they're well, totally I'm saying power in particular, Iola and Creedy. Like, Creedy oh. knows Iola is telling these lies about her and just is like, okay, bummer, but I'm not going to do anything about it. So I mean, to be fair, the only I don't want to get stabbed. Oh, she's not going to stab her sister. Then she'd have nobody to take care of her because this chick literally cannot take care of herself. She must have do you her think own she knife, thinks right? that through? She, she has, like an idiot. Uh, she I would has, have my own. She has her father's old knife. I would have a fucking knife. Yeah, it's her father's old knife. If I knew my sister had a knife. It's a very pretty nine-inch blade, pearl handle, slightly curved. He used to show it off to anybody that came by. And he beat the ever-living shit out of Eula once for playing with it and getting some peanut butter on it. I feel like Eula... Killed the dad. Don't get peanut it's, butter on a fucking knife. It's a little implied that both. No, it's definitely implied that they yeah, it's, all had a hand. It's in very implied that both sisters killed the dad. Okay, we'll get that. to that. It's towards the end. It's Wait a second. End. I what? thought we were towards the end. Where are we at? For some we're reason, good. I hadn't put any thought into who what killed the dad. We're at the the what? the real height of this book. So after she found out about the ring, she's like, she's just. I feel like she's seen red. Like she's enraged. She goes in, she steals the ring, she, oh, yeah. like, destroys it, like, smashes it, takes steals the, diamond, the diamond, trashes his office. They think, like, this w- other nurse that works there is, like, the only person it could have been was this janitor guy who's worked there forever. And uh-huh, Tade is like, I don't think he would do that. And they're like, he's the only one that had the opportunity to do it. So they fire him. Okay. And then Creedy throws the diamond into the... Over the bridge into the river, or ocean, whatever it is, and then later she, uh, she's talking to Tade, and she says something. About, she mentions it, or he mentions it, and he's like, "You know what's weird is for it being like a a robbery, and them saying he was a drug addict. I think was the the reason behind it. None of the drugs were gone; only the diamond ring was. So he's like, "I know it was you, bitch, okay. but I'll just buy another one." And she's like, "Good." <laughs> So, uh... Around this time, like, a lot of stuff starts kind of coming to the head of the situation, but uh, her her coma patient friend, Mutar, wakes up. I just got to that page. All right, perfect. Uh, and Mutar is specifically <laughs> requesting the nurse that talked to him while he was asleep because it turns out he could hear everything. That's how it goes sometimes. There was a, there was a coma patient who said he woke up after, I want, I want to say just like five years. I, I'm just five years. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, just a modest five-year coma. Modest five-year nap. You know, it could be more, it could be less. It doesn't matter. Um... And apparently said that he heard everything, including his own mom saying that she wishes he had just been dead at this point. Rough. Yeah. That's not what Mutar heard. He heard a little bit more about some serial killing. Yeah, but, like, could you imagine waking up to that? Probable serial killing. I Can mean, I imagine waking up to that? I feel like that's a totally normal. Honestly, probably not. Like, I, I wouldn't feel My brain like says I could imagine that. Like, I can write that narrative. After five years of my being in... I'd be like, you'd probably wish you had died <laughs> before laying there for five years. If yeah. Mallory was in a coma for five years, my fucking word, my God. 
You're not legally tied to me. Leave Can you imagine there. waking up and finding out that everyone had just like moved but on? But I wouldn't. And the person you but went with got marry. someone else. Your family said like, you know, a bunch of Thanksgivings and Christmases well, without you. I mean, have you like, ever Where? watched Castaway? I think it'd be strange, island. but I've always thought it'd be kind of interesting. Okay, so Zach wants to find. And my will, if I become a vegetable, would, I said I just want to be. I just want to have the bug pulled. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was <laughs> the way you're talking is like you want to be kept alive in case you wake up. <laughs> no, I'm saying it'd be terrible. Yeah, I agree. Anyways, I'll have my plug pulled if I'm under down for too long. Okay, we've got this in recording, so we can take that to the courts if Mother <laughs> tries to keep you alive for any okay. reason. I'll say a year oh, max. She would, too. She could, she could argue a year if by a year I'm not back. Get out of here. Get out of here. Let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. <laughs> Which one of us gets to actually pull the plug? That you there's do. No there, you, you, there's you, a master plug you yeah, it's pull. A, like, all right, like. this is on recording. You guys get a rock, paper, scissors, best two out of three. The ent- whoever wants it can do it, including the nurses or doctors. Okay, Matt, are you ready? Whoever's just most resentful are of you gets to put way? you down. Is that what you're saying? I think at the time we're going to do the rock, paper, scissors. At the oh, time. Oh, I thought we were going to do it right now. When I'm oh, in okay. the bed and it's been a year, okay, everyone worry. who wants the option, you can put this out on like Twitter if that's still around or whatever. Put I think it out. it's very quickly not going to be a this thing is here. Getting weird. No, put we're it not out there. putting it out to anyone else. It's one of us that will do it, Caleb. We want to do it. So, uh, I mean, so Mutar is awake and he remembers everything. And I'm talking over Asa to get us out of this nosedive. You're always talking over all of us. I don't think that's getting us out of any. Yeah, given that I'm getting picked up on both mics, I'm sure that this is very pleasant for the audience, and I'm very sorry. If I could pull my own plug. (laughs) Oh my god. I'll put your little lifeless hand on the sword, and then I'll like, I'll super glue your hand to it, and then I'll. Yeah, I hope Mallory wins this rock paper scissors competition I have so that this can happen. Uh, She's terrible. She always goes with rock. (laughs) No, I don't. No, I know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So Mutar's up, and he knows everything, (laughs) and he honestly is kind of fine with it. He's just happy to talk to uh, Greedy. He considers her his best friend now, basically. He knows that his family is kind of bailed on him. Yeah, he. There's a couple of times we meet the family, and they're pretty shitty. Yeah, when Creedy first shows up to see him, his wife is there with his brother, and she's like, "Looks like maybe they've been getting a little too comfortable together." If you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is she thinks his wife is banging his brother. I'm glad you really spell it out. I have no yeah, idea. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. And then one of his sons is trying to marry someone whose dad has got political ambitions and they want his money to do that. But now that he's out of a coma, they need his permission to spend his money. Well, I think the conflict there was that prior to him being in this accident and being in a coma, his son had proposed to another lady and they had already paid the dowry or whatever they call it. And now he's like, well, I want to marry her now. And he's like, no, what the hell, dude? Like, that's inappropriate. Blah, blah, blah. Goes off on him. His son gets real pissed off and storms out. Yeah, I get some vibes. Mutar's a little old-fashioned, but at least on a scale, he's one of the less terrible people we meet. I don't think he's even old-fashioned. He's just like, he paid a a dowry. I paid for this dowry. I guess maybe you can pay for this one yourself. He paid a dowry at all. It's pretty old-fashioned. Well, I mean, I think that's just the... The culture. I don't know enough about Nigeria to make that claim. I don't know. They didn't 
They didn't make any mention of it being. His daughter was with at least 32 camels. <laughs> That's a lot okay. of fucking camels. No, we, no, we can't do this. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but anyways, he's he says to her, he was like, so your sister is a serial killer. And she's like, ah, oh, fuck, he remembers everything. But he's like, I'm not going to spill your secret. Yeah, he's like, you're my friend. I don't give a shit about her. Cool she didn't kill me. And you didn't kill anybody, so... Hmm. Interesting. Say it wasn't you. Just, I gotta see her, see how hot she actually is. <laughs> I feel like Mutar, well, kind of in this whole I, book, I was like, I understand that there's attractive people in this world, but I'm like, I I feel like it's almost a made-up thing where people just get stupid and in I, the presence I think, of somebody. But, like, that's kind of to my point I've been making, is that maybe some of these people are just bad people that Ayula keeps running into, like... That's that who it they're is surrounded weird... by, apparently, because it's yeah. literally everyone, like the officers, everybody it in seems the like, hospital, but... yeah, their but... parent. Well, her she says her dad is the only one that apparently never realized that she was beautiful. Yeah, like he was literally so awful he could not be moved by beauty. Uh, but like, for instance, like other people <laughs> who are sh- like there are people who are shown to not fully like worship Ayula, like the house girl. Never, like, always seems to favor Cordy over her and actively laughs when someone suggests that Ayula is competent at cooking. I think that's the only one besides Mutar that they mention that doesn't just go like, oh, my But, God. like, there are implications that, like, there are normal people who don't just fall at Ayula's feet. Yeah. Literally the house girl in Mutar and Cordy. And not even Cordy even that Corey, much. Even yeah, I was yeah. going to say, she fucking does, too. So, anyways, there's those two people. But, yeah, that was just a part in the book where I'm like, is this realistic? Like, am I just... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of realistic. Listen, if yeah, you put I've a Kelly it. in front of me, yes. Ah, uh, God, classic <laughs> Kelly move. But it, Can, but, killing a bunch of men and getting away with it. But really, no, I don't think I've ever seen anyone in real life or, like, in pictures that I'd be, like, stupid around. That you'd be like, yeah, cheat on me. It's okay, babe. I understand you're going through a hard time. Yeah, it's yeah, your you sister's might have fault. Killed your boyfriends. It's okay, babe. You're too yeah. pretty for yeah. me to be worrying about that. <laughs> I mean, I personally don't. Wouldn't Caleb? It's your fault, Mallory. And Asa's of, relationship is fraught. There's a lot of people. Yeah, I'm sleeping with Asa. Dumb. <laughs> that'll just go for it. But okay. You say something? No, I didn't say anything. I heard my nothing. Name. <laughs> uh, nothing came up. No one talked about having sex with you. Why would anyone do that? Did you say that? That's weird. I didn't say that. <laughs> you just said I didn't say <laughs> that. You just said that we didn't say that. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, well, I guess we'll just go to whatever's next then. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that transition. Okay. Crazy enough, we are steadily approaching the finale. Yes. So, Mutar's awake, he knows all the secrets. Um, at some point, she goes into the hospital, and one of the other nurses is like, there's a crazy fight going on between, you know, this patient and 232 or whatever room he was in, and his wife. So, she goes up there, and him and his, or his wife is just coming out, and she looks like she's been crying, and she kind of freaks out on Creedy. Uh, she says some, like, really mean things to her. Anyways, Creedy goes in, and... Well, no, she forced his wife to leave the room. And then, so she leaves, and he tells her, pretty much, he told her he wants a divorce. 
Yeah. He's like, there's some words you can't take back. Yeah. So. Oh, conceive. Yeah. And he's getting discharged nah. soon, and he gives her his phone number and tells her to, you know, call Like, I'd like to stay in contact. Let's hook up sometime. And well, I was kind of like, I think he likes her. Yeah, or at the very least considers her a friend. Like, it's not super clear, but it could be either. I think, like, he's, yeah, he's got, like, a an appreciation for her because she treated him so well. He, he respects her, her, and that's a lot in this book. And I yeah. was like, huh, that could be something really nice for her. But she never does call him. She looks at the number, and she ultimately deletes it. She never calls him, huh? Nope. We'll, the, we'll get but, to the bo- That comes up in the very final page. So uh, So she... Because uh, he does say, you could be free of all this. You just have to tell the truth. Don't you think maybe it's time to start telling the truth? And Yeah, oh. he's basically... His character seems to be, like, the hard truth. Like, he is her chance to get out of this situation, maybe. She's all, oh, no, you didn't. Because around this time, she gets another call from Ayola. And, no, was it from Ayola? It is from Ayola, but it's reverse saying, hey, I'm bleeding. I need help. So she has to rush over to Tade's apartment. Where (laughs) Iola has been stabbed with her own knife. And Toddy is like, she's crazy. You were right. She tried to kill me. And there was a struggle. He ended up getting the knife and stabbing her. It always goes wrong. So he's like, we need to get her to a hospital. So Toddy carries her to the car. They drive her to the hospital. They take her into surgery. She survives. She's in the bed. She's kind of out of it, asleep. Everybody's wondering who did it, and she's like, the only person that can tell us is Aola. And at this point, I'm like, is she, like, what is the plan here? And she, Toddy comes to her, I think, and even says, like, she did this, you know she did this. And I, or, sorry, Karidi kind of implies, I can't remember her exact words, that she's just going to wait and see what Aola says. Fuck yeah, you, just go with fuck that. you, Tade. You deserve this shit. And well, I wish she's like, die, Your is crazy, like she's crazy, but you're even fucking crazier, and blah blah blah. And it's just like, bro, I tried to warn you. We gave you all the heads up in the world, and despite being three times her size and constantly described as a bustled individual, you still took this escalation up to stabbing her in the gut. So when it's she wakes great. up, <laughs> she wakes up briefly. Goes back to sleep, wakes up again. The police come in and they're like, who did this? And she's like, oh, Tade. Yeah, no, that's always the thing that suggests at the end of the day that my, my little theory that maybe she's not that bad. The fact that she's never shown any remorse suggests, no, she's totally fine with killing all these guys. Yes. So. She never bats an eye So they go, it. they find Tade, they arrest him. So then it turns into he, kind of a. It's their word against Tade's. He said... He essentially gets his medical license revoked and is charged with a few months for assault. Yeah, take that, Tade. Because she's pretty. She's from a... I think it's Tade. A, a good family. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's a rich, pretty girl against a dude twice her size. And she tells Koridi that he... The reason this happened is because she was he was talking bad about Karidi and how she needed to stay away from her. She was a bad influence, this and that. So I was kind of wondering, I was like, did she put a spin on it so that Karidi 
Yeah, I got... would feel like she was trying to protect her because she was like, I had to make a choice. It was you or him. And, and Creed I got was the like, impression and of course, that we'll that always was... choose each other. And I'm like, Creedy, you're such a fucking idiot. She's such a fucking liar. I think she successfully manipulated Creedy at the end. Yeah, yeah Cord seems to really fall on for it. Again. Yeah, you are not even fucking trying with these names. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you purposely doing this? Yes, he is. You think it's funny? What? It's so funny. it just... Uh, Cord? He ends Caleb? up, you know, getting that assault charge, Caleb? losing his medical license. Um, so they kind of flash back to uh, their Caleb. father to one time when he had a friend over, and you could just tell by how he was dressed that he was very wealthy. And they made the mistake of kind of, you know, making themselves known, and then their father had them come down and meet this guy. Well, he was immediately taken with a Eula. Don't. At the time, was like 16. Don't. Oh, okay. And he Don't. had multiple wives. Don't. And Karini knew she was like, book. "You need to get away, like from him," and like tried to pull her out of the room. But then at some point later, her father had arranged for her to marry this guy. Yeah, well, not even necessarily to marry, but just to go visit him. <sighs> well, you know what happens on a visit. Yeah, but essentially, uh, yeah, their aunt comes to take her. And Cordy grabs the cane that they've been beat with their whole life and is like, if you take one step closer, I will beat you with this cane until someone strong enough to stop me comes. And then they know this is when they decide we have to kill him. Because yeah, the, the he's, not, of, when he, he's not going to back down from this. Like, he gets his way. Yeah, so the girls decide that they have to kill him, and then it cuts away from that. And we're just left with the assumption that number five is maybe number six. <laughs> Cool. But right. Karini well, had a hand in that one with, as well. Could have and happened. then it kind of ends with yeah, they're hanging out with, at the house and knock, knock. Oh, hi. There's a man here for a Eula at the door. Yeah, Karini looks at the number uh, that Mutar wrote down for her and then she burns it in a candle and goes down and Ayula's like, oh yeah, this is my sister Karini. And the name of the final chapter is number five, which would make her fifth victim if we don't count the dad. And that's it. Yeah. It's it's not really a bummer. It's definitely pretty dark. I just thought it it's, was kind of frustrating. It was disappointing. I was like It's sad in a way. It, I don't I don't know how to feel. Like there weren't a lot of good like the only real good ending would have been if Cordy freed herself and that's about it. Cuz honestly, everybody else sucked and Cordy wasn't that great either. Yeah, Cord really yeah. deserved the best. House, House girl, girl is the only person. And Mutar. Yeah, in Mutar. And honestly... He knew, and he could have said something, but... Yeah, like, literally, just House Girl is beyond reproach here. I feel like... Who would believe Mutar, though? A lot of people, actually. He was a fairly well-off I mean, professor. If he, he was said, rich. like... I mean, I know I was in a coma, but this is what she told me. And if they looked at her history and was like, oh, she actually did date all three slash four of these yeah, guys. Yeah, he, he could have, if now. nothing else, made their lives very oh, difficult. And they're like, in the river, so maybe if you go... I don't uh, know I guess if he you didn't could know have the found location. them in the river. I can't remember. She did say, uh, she mentioned that the Lagos Police Department probably didn't have the resources to do an investigation to rival her cleaning job. Okay. I can't remember when they... Because they dump them in the water, but they're never worried about them. Yeah, it's like a lake. Up. Concrete so, shoes. No, because they just literally pull him out of the trunk I, of the car and throw I think him it in. might ju- like I think it's specifically they're dumping him in like a trash lake. Okay, well, and I mean this is probably a little graphic, but I mean I at least know from watching like certain crime shows that you gotta like 
cut their bellies open so their gases don't accumulate and float. Yeah, they'll blow. Yeah, you don't want them to blow. Everybody knows that. But they don't even do that. So I mean, they're doing literally the bare minimum here, and they're not concerned that these guys are going to get found, and they never are found. Yeah, they get away with everything pretty much effortlessly. Yeah. Well, those fucking crocs eat them. I they don't mention that. Don't anymore. know if there are crocodiles in Nigeria, but I think there are. If we ever get any Nigerian <laughs> listeners, let us know. Yeah. Where is yeah, this maybe. lake that all the bodies there are, are alligators. in Lagos? <laughs> ah. Yeah, wow, yeah. I don't know. So how that's uh, that's my sister, the serial killer. I don't know how. That I is feel a bit of a bummer. Overall, was, I think we both had the same feeling that this book was kind of meh. Yeah. It, like, I liked the writing. Like, I blew through the whole book fairly quickly. Like, it's not a long book. And it, yeah, it was, was easy to read. It was, yeah, it was a really light, easy, breezy read. Like, we really cleaned through it real fast. That took us like uh, an inch thick. <laughs> like, the only exciting parts are the very beginning and the very end. And to be honest, they're not that exciting. Oh, yeah. She's As stated, idea. there's enough gray area to That's be like, wow, the, the first and last people. Weed. Oh, she's pretty good looking. Might not actually have been serial killer victims. <laughs> yeah, it was, it made me wonder, I guess, mm. why Aeolo is actually killing these men. My because best guess is, like, I if she don't is. don't believe the self defense. I don't argument. either. I know. She's I'm just, just bored. Trying, I'm trying to add a little bit of color into the conversation. It but easy. it seems like she might have a little bit too much of her father in her. Yeah, I think they... In terms of just open disregard for life. I'm not sure why she wanted to. It's easier than breaking up with them and having to deal with that. Oh, my God. She could have just ghosted them like she kind of did to Toddy at one point. (laughs) To put it in terms... Oh, you still might run into them again later. I feel like (laughs) Ayula is a a process killer, while Corday would be a product killer. I think the reverse would be... Yeah, you know, maybe... But what's her process? I want to know. Like, yeah, because she only stabs him and then just waits for Corday to clean it up. I don't know. I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't think Corday did a full investigation on uh, what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the body. Flip, flipping back. I recall. Uh, yeah, no, Eol is definitely the killer. Is at least Femi was stabbed in the back. <laughs> yeah. So. Twice. It's not like Corday did a full body investigation. Maybe there was some weird shit to the bodies that she just didn't know. I don't, yeah, maybe. I, maybe she was cutting There's enough out. gray room to be like. I don't know. Maybe. Are her tongues out? Is that they, yeah. yeah. She had trophies we didn't know about. <laughs> Could have been. I'm just, I want to know, like, the why. A was she just like, I just had this urge to kill, so I'm going to date these guys, and I don't know. Yeah, it really never says, because, like, two of them seem like they're bad, but we never get the impression that Femi or Tade were violent. Like, that they would be, you know. Uh, so at that point, she'd have to definitely want to kill them. I don't know. I really don't. Maybe she just likes the idea of they loved her, and now they have to love her forever because they're never going to get another choice. Could be. Could have been a... Maybe they dated her and realized she wasn't as good as they thought. They were going to leave. She couldn't let that happen. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it was actually when they finally see through the mirage that her life represents. Maybe it's as soon as they're going to break up with her, she wraps the whole process I, up. Maybe, but, like, Tade lived, and it didn't seem like... It seems like he would have said, like, I tried to end things with her, and she tried to kill me. Like, yeah, that it might have been, been because he tried to propose at that point, and that was also too much. It's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know. We never get any explanation. I just wondered. 
Yeah, Shame. I mean, it's a, it's all fair questions. I I don't know. Didn't seem like a bad book, but yeah. No, yeah, no, I mean, bunch of I, yeah, I think it was all overall. It was pretty pretty good. Just never quite hit any highs that felt super <clears throat> memorable. So it sounds like we would recommend this book to sure, someone who thought they might read it. I mean, I think except for Splendid City and Meddling Kids, we recommend all the books we've read. <laughs> hey. Yep. And honestly, if you're into Splendid City, do it. Probably pass on meddling kids still. <laughs> We're ac- actually, no, we still, Mallory recommends Tender is the Flesh. I still don't. Okay, so next book is going to be. Jesus oh, God. yeah, yeah. So uh, next book is going to be Stormfront by Jim Butcher. It is the first in the series of the Harry Dresden books, which are a fairly popular uh modern fantasy novel series. Like, I think they're all individual tales, so I don't think we're getting into anything that commits us to a whole series. Not that we would do that. We've only promised to continue one series, and that's right. It's Blood of Heaven, baby. We'll but, get there. We're coming back to you pretty soon. I don't know why that wasn't my pick. Instead, I went with this yeah, one. Yeah, you coward. Uh, but yeah, have, so... We have a little bit of gap. It, uh, it's essentially about a modern-day wizard trying to help the police solve... Uh, Basically, magical murders is my understanding of it. There was a TV show based on this for a while. What was the show called? Her- uh, Dresden Files is on ah. Sci-Fi. Uh, there is a role-playing game based on it. It's kind of like my choice for the Discworld book, Equal Rights. Like, just I've never had a chance to read these myself, and maybe our audience hasn't either. Just take a look. I okay. can't wait to hear about so it. So now it sounds... is this when we get to go around and describe Zach? Oh my god, I guess so. <laughs> well, that was oh, Caleb, did you want to come back to oh, your story? Thought, your friend's oh, yeah, did you want to talk about your friend's oh, fascist ideals? Uh, it seems a little I guess rude. I Don't drop their name. I'm not going to, and I couldn't find What's the name of a it? natural way to bring it in. Uh, oh, sorry, the book's name is Stormfront by Jim Butcher. Stormfront, okay. I couldn't find a natural way to bring it in, but yeah, I could bring it up. I won't say, I won't say which friend, uh, but one of my friends at one point randomly, literally out of nowhere, said, do you know my, do you, do you know what my policy would be on old people? I am already so worried. If I was, like, in charge of the country or whatever. And I was like, no, I truly don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, I feel like I've told you. And I was like, I've never heard this. Policy would be on old people? Yeah. And so I don't remember the specific age, he said. But there was an age limit. Let's just say... 60, 75. It wasn't like amazingly high. Um, 60, 70, okay. Well, yes, somewhere 60, 70. He basically said there's a, there's a cap. When you hit that age, you're given five more years to just live the best of your life. Basically, you're forced into retirement at that point. You live the best of your life you can for those five years, and then that's it. You're gone. No you know, one, I have so many questions, but also I'm not going to ask. No one gets to live past 75 max. Once you hit 70, forced into retirement, live five years however you want to live. 75, you're gone. No, you don't get to live longer. All right. Oh. Ignoring the morality aside, this is a logistical nightmare. Hmm. Yeah, it's really hard. What to was his process for getting rid of them? He, you know, I don't think I don't remember. Oh, logistical. I don't think he specified, and that's part of why I'm saying he's. Well, a I have no respect for this. Then you got to figure that out. Yeah, come on, tender is the flesh it up. 
Get a system. Get a. You need a plan. You need. To I don't remember we need laws. if he did go into it, but in my mind, if you want me to get on board, you with use this, them as fertilizer. Sell it to me. You <laughs> use them as fertilizer. In my I mind, must be convinced. you solve wor- hunger mm-hmm. and overpopulation. And at once, you know, you grind them up, spread them in the fields. But we're gonna have to use power to grind them up. So what's the carbon footprint on that? You know, like what are we? using? Yeah, who are we getting to murder old people? Who's like you're yeah, always using let, power? To you know, make this power. is this reminds me again weirdly you going back to tender is the flesh. Like who are we trusting to murder these old people? Maybe maybe that you put two people, maybe two old we people have the, into a fighting the prisons pit. Take We're doing them. a battle arena for, okay. And the, no, well, the winner gets another sad. five years. That's too sad. No. That's what Caleb's just put forward. The winner gets another five years. The loser dies. This is so, so dark. the fucking Thunderdome? Yeah. That's what Caleb's Except put. with 75-year-olds. Okay. Hey, 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 so how's that Bodhisattva? It was good. Okay. I needed more, though, for what's going on right now. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, just, I think I'm going to pull us out of this nosedive before we get into a real weird place. <laughs> We're going to go into a different weird place. All right, Asa. All right, which one of us How many times describe... does Mallory call you telling you that she needs to cover up a dead body that's definitely justified before you start really wondering? Um... And again, I want to say clearly... It definitely looks like Mallory was in the right, but, you know, it's happened more than once now. Probably four? A hot four. All right, Matt. That's not bad. <laughs> hey, after even one, you're complicit. So I guess in board. for a penny, in for a pound. All right, course. Mallory. How many times does Caleb call you? And definitely, he's killed people, and again, he's in the right. Oh, so this is a fictional... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's say Caleb's killed X number of people. How many times can he call you saying, hey, I caught a child rapist or something. We got to make this body disappear. So is he Dexter? Is he killing people that deserve to be killed? He might, it's what it looks like. You're not 100% sure, but it's definitely what it looks like. Well, I saying. would ask him. I'm not and of course to he's going to say, yeah. yeah this, guy was, this guy was a bad guy. And you guy. can provide me with proof. I'll provide you with the proof of he's dead now and the world's better for it. How many does it get? How many phone calls? Well, if this is true, if he's truly killing people that deserve to be killed, 100% of the time I'm coming out. Ooh, an unlimited number. All right. Yeah, Who was Dexter's like, he's sidekick He's not proving for a anything. While? He's not seeing he, uh, pictures. Julia Stiles? Yeah. Maybe? I'm proving it. Asa, I got the dead proving bodies it with to his prove word. That's uh, what it sounds like. All right. Caleb, uh, how yeah. many times do I get to call you? For some justified murders before you're like, Zach maybe is just killing people. Zach, I'd just be upset you weren't letting me do it too. I'd be like, come on. Zach is so awkwardly slow. I feel like you'd at least Are you serious? have to be a fucking part of it all of the time. He couldn't do it on his own. Anyways, Zach. I'm getting so upset now. It'd be like, it, it could be con- okay, self-defense. Whose murders uh, am I helping cover up? Is it Mallory's? Because it's about to be zero. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think I'll give you good 10. All right. Awkwardly slow. If I let you in on the killings, does the number go up? The number definitely goes up. All right. All right. Who's got a, who's wants to flip this question on me? Man. I'm going to throw I'm going to ask you I'm going to ask you a weird one, Asa. How many times is it Asa? <laughs> Ooh, are they they're justified killings? They're yes. Justified killings. Right. He... Asa, I'm going to give you a hard eyeball after 3. 
<laughs> but we might go for five before I'm really like. This is weird. I'm gonna need hard proof. Right. I'm gonna need to see this man do crimes. I'm gonna give this a harder. I'm gonna give this a harder one. Like I don't want a picture. I want you to show me him committing crimes, so then we'll kill him. So we three, you, three, three, you're questioning him, and five is like the limit. What if two is his own mom? I mean, she... actually, you know, that's I don't know his mom. Does that change it? At I've all? never heard anything good about his mom. That doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it doesn't change. I hope the your answer. family doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't know no, why they, they would. Don't. They all listen to it. <laughs> yeah. That's not what our numbers reflect. <laughs> if we have Vermont listeners, have a small family. it does not show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us. That was uh, that was Books with Bastards. And, uh, you know, if your siblings are committing some murders, maybe ask a few more questions. None of us did describe nah. it. Have a good night, night, everybody. She's described as hot, so she's right.